even stop at the stop signs. Man, you should see Carl when he has a camera. He's like, do you see this abandoned building? Boom, we're making a post-apocalyptic movie. I want you to yeah. crawl I'm on the ground. You up. I'm picking you up. At, as soon as you get back from Brandeis, I'm picking you up. And we're going to go. Now, is this based on a science fiction novel by Ursula yeah. Le Guin? Yeah, there's a woman named Ursula Le Guin, and she was a big deal. Now, big she deal. doesn't like being called science fiction. She just wants to be an American novelist because, you know, but come on, if you do science fiction stories, right, you're going to be. Oh, yeah. You have devoted fans of American fiction. Bullshit. You have science look fiction fans. Look who's waking up, okay? Twink. Wasn't the twink just in the devastation of the aftermath of a nuclear explosion? The twink was. So what's he doing here in this nice room with everything intact? He didn't get a mushed room. I like Kevin Conway. Oh, yeah, good. right. His room's not mushed. It's, it's a wide room. Kevin Conway will be our evil doctor. Was he the guy in MASH? Uh, no, in no. Taxi? No, no. Uh, he played multiple characters in The Fun House. You know that horror film. You like that horror film. I do like that horror film. He was in Funny Farm with Chevy Chase. Whoop-de-doo. Oh, I have to rewatch that. That's Michael Ritchie. Invincible, the football drama in 2000. Direct on the American novel by Ursula K. Le Guin. Ursula Le Guin. You might know him in Slaughterhouse-Five. He was, um, Ronald Weary. 1972 Slaughterhouse. What a weird five. movie. I saw that film. Yeah. Yeah. The protagonist Ooh, two directors. Kind of Look at that guy's name. It's Barzak. <laughs> That's right. There's B -A -R -Z -Y -X. two directors, and they were like, Yeah, it's Barzik. The Y Barzik. is like an e, e sound. I want my last name to have Z Y X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it'd be Spiegelman. Instead of I E, it would be a Y. It would be X Y Spiegelman. Yeah. Right. Exagoban. So he has woken up into a normal world after this nuclear bomb hit. Uh, it does York. rain a lot. Oh, it's the Portland. Okay, that makes well, sense. It rains in Portland, especially in the future. <laughs> now, this film, this book was set in Portland, and the film was going to be in Portland. But the thing is, Dallas had all these, like, very futuristic buildings. So they switched it to Dallas. That's true. Give it up for Dallas architecture. Now, look, look he's some sort of poke-apocalyptic, blue-collar worker kind of guy. And here's his, like, manager. Where are you going? See, he abused drugs, so he has to go to counseling. But the drugs he abused were drugs that prevent you from dreaming. It's fucking weird. So he's going to, like, a dream shrink. Dream shrink? Oh, cool. The dream corp. Yeah, dream yeah, corp. Oh, you got to take the future bus. It's an American bus. It's not a science fiction bus. Right. This is the future bus and future train station. I watched the PBS special. Like PBS for me reminds me of modern television because he would shoot it on video and it would look weird, right? Like this is a very blurry yeah. copy we have. I saw a Raul Julia movie that he did for PBS and it was a science fiction movie. And it looked like I was actually looking at him in the room because it was so grainy yeah. and like distinct. Yeah. Like if you ever watch a modern television set that's on 4K and yes. it looks like you're looking at Adam Sandler, like he's right there in well, the room. Much higher quality, but yeah. yeah. You still got the feeling back then on PBS, like watching Shakespeare or something, that you were in the room with them. Right, you and were in the audience. Cheap. It looked cheap, remember? It did look cheap, yeah. But it also looked immediate. Like it really did yes. like Rod Julio was right there. And I've yeah. seen 
I really do prefer watching movies the way they were shot, like the the way the cinematographer and the, everyone involved tried to make a movie look purposely grainy or purposely colored or blend. Because if not, I'm watching it on a 4K t- TV or whatever. Right. And it, and it looks like a PBS science fiction movie from the 80s shot on video. Yeah. Now, this, what we're watching, is not the original. It's like a restored. The original was lost. Gotcha. Uh, it's a digital master created from the two surviving tapes, was color corrected using state-of-the-art technology. Ghosting mm. and darkness of many of the images appear in some scenes. It's the best quality transfer possible to this important work with the only surviving materials. Now, here's Dr. Bad Guy. It's Dr. Haber. Man, he looks pretty shabby for a doctor, man. Yep. Now, right now, he's... Wear a belt. He's wearing his, like, bathrobe. Well, they're doing that for 1970s psychologist tropes. You know, there was a psychiatrist, psychologist. They would wear those feel-good sweaters. Don't you remember in the 70s? Patch on the elbow. Yes, like when he put on his professor coat, it would be patched. Okay, so right now he's fine. Right now, he this guy, he thinks somebody's coming to me again because they have bad dreams. Well, I got some whammy jammy equipment nice. and I can fix that. Now, we just saw a picture of Mount Hood. Did you notice the picture of Mount Hood? That's from, from, is he sure it's not Mount Shasta? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look at me dropping northwestern mountain names. So just know that it is not a picture of a horse or anything. It's clearly Mount Hood. Okay. Mount Hood. Okay. I will remember that for the third act <laughs> when he's climbing Mount Hood. <laughs> so um, it'll come up a lot quicker than that. So right now we're just getting that. Hey, come on, pal. I'm I'm your shrink. You can open up to me. Let's let's be buddies. But I'm he's doing it with a sort of pompous attitude, like your in your you know your health is in my best interest too, George. You know that kind of like the future George is not buying it, right? Like he's just not. No, he is. He's just he's got something to tell the doctor that the doctor's not going to believe. Whatever he dreams comes true. Of well, course, the doctor. What? He just dreamt about war. Right. He dreamed. No, he was in a nuclear explosion. It's a little unclear in the story, Ursula Le Guin. He was. He's going to tell a story about when he first dreamed, and it must have been before the nuclear war. So, but the nuclear war sort of starts his powers. You see, it's 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 a little Does mixed it. up in the plot. Gotcha. I'm actually looking forward to this movie. I, I've always heard of the author, and I just I never read it, any of her stuff. Or yeah, any, she was she, a big deal. Um, yeah. She was a successful person. Let's see. She died in 2018. Wow, so, that's pretty good. recent. No, that's good. Yeah, but she missed the pandemic. Woof! That was close. But she was around for 9-11. Yes. Now, look at the bubbles, right? Right. This is like... It's a technology that's not explained. He can make you rapidly go through your sleep stages. So poof, you're in REM. You're in your rapid eye movement dreaming state. Green go the gushes. Yeah, there it is. 
There it is. Why can't you see green grow the rushes? Why green, can't you say it? Green grow the rushes. Because it doesn't make any sense. Green people don't talk like that. You name no, a title after it. Not only it do was, people say that, oh, they named a fucking movie after that. God. No, it's an old folk song. Like people would talk like that in like 1810. You know, it's an old like, folk song. I don't like it. I don't like it either. The rushes grow green is how we would say it. And a rush is like weeds, right? Yeah. It, well, it's okay. a swamp weed. Swamp weed. All right, yeah. I got you. Okay. So he's now. he's at REM sleep. He's dreaming about Michael Stipe. He said, well, right now he's not actually sleeping. He's saying, tell me about the first time this effective dream of yours happened. So he's remembering when his aunt came to live with them for a short time because she, I don't know, down on her luck, some bullshit. She's always coming on to him. Now, Carl Haupt is 14 years old, sitting on the couch, watching PBS. There's Tell nothing me. in his world called pornography. No. The best he has is the Sears catalog, the bra section. Because they're photos, you know. Check it out. They are photos, so, technically. Yeah. So now he's watching this movie, The Lathe of Heaven. That guy's face I know, and I couldn't find it in the research. No worries. He's, he's watching the Lathe of Heaven, and here it is. This is this. This gave me a boner, and I I I wow. it for months. Watch, keep watching. Yeah, watching. first of all, it's popping out right. That's number. It's a little chilly in there. That's well, okay. That's I hear one. you. Now and watch. I, Whoa! It's smack. Now, remember, I'm 14 living in a world without sexuality. You see something a little sexual and you go, wow. Was that a relative or like yes. a family friend? Yeah, she was always coming on to him as a joke. And he one time when they were alone thought maybe she's not joking. And he tried and he got smacked. So now he goes and dreams of her exploding in a car crash. Eddie. Guess what happens in the morning? She never lived with them. She still lived in what I think it was Houston or something. Look, he's she's getting a letter. Your sister has died. Oh my god! So he wakes up and like she, they never had the family never had the experience with her hanging out. That's right. He never had that embarrassing thing. He dreamed her to die in a car crash. And he's telling the future therapist this. Now you might know his face from Willard. Look behind him. It's Mount Hood. You see Mount Hood. It's Mount Shasta. Listen, as someone from, as a Portlandian. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, you're an Oregian? Oh, no, actually, isn't that Seattle? Shasta? Oh, no. Good water, man. I recommend their bottled water. Mount Shasta. Rainier. Mount Rainier is Seattle. Yeah, that's close, too. It's near. It's, it's so Rainier. Seattle. Future Doc. Okay, I think you're a little future crazy. Yeah, so he's going, you see, doctor, I killed her. I killed her. And he's like, <laughs> there's a difference between dreams and reality, George. I'm sure you understand that. You know, he's not getting it. So the doctor thinks he dreamt that he spent weeks and weeks with his, with his aunt. Uh, yeah, aunt. aunt. No, no, no. The, he told the story of his first effective dream. He killed the aunt. And then he got all stressed out and, you know, manic about it. And then doctor's like, calm down, George. It's just a dream. I, I didn't mean to kill her. He thinks he's crazy. Right. 
Here, do that look. Huh. I gotta quit better help. This better help gig sucks. <laughs> oh, casino? No, this is the future. Like, we've talked it's about this. It's like a bureaucracy. I mean, just like, yeah, it's the future, but like in the 1970s, they had bureaucracy, they had things on paper. Right. So just like last episode, the 1930s carried into the future. This is right, a little this is a little funny. Let's turn it up. Okay, hang on. Says here you've begun voluntary treatment with a Dr. William Haber, correct? Yes. Now he was in Willard and the Rats. This guy, our hero. I know I know that movie. Here's my 1970s paperwork in the future. Alright. Like if it was today's movie, we like let me see your float screen. But don't abuse it. There's like file cabinets behind them. Yep. Card catalogs and Dewey decimals and look at that, they got files. All right, inboxes. so you turned it off. Not my jurisdiction. Next. Ah, uh, okay, never mind. Sorry. Well, I have trouble with these dreams. And he goes, Not in my jurisdiction, and shuts them down. <laughs> Bureaucracy for you. Okay, so now we have the dream meter and all the <laughs> modern 70s dream stuff. So oh, I believe it's the dream machine. That's Do they live inside of my, my head? head. The dream machine, they come to me in my bed. The dream <laughs> machine. machine. Uh, <laughs> oh, be. oh, no. Oh, no. Remember, uh, you ever see Nightmare on Elm Street? And the yes. mom turns to the doctor and she, she's smoking a cigarette. She goes, Doc, what are these dreams? Right? What are dreams? Yes. It was a great moment. <laughs> now look behind his head. Is it Mount Hood? Yes. Okay. He's wearing it as a hood. Interesting. Mountaintop. They can't even like Paramount. Old... We tried oh, pitching sorry. this. No, uh, we tried pitching this movie to Paramount Pictures. They said no. Best we could do is a photo of Mount Hood in the background. <laughs> and PBS. So now he's going to use that dream whammy jammy on him in which he goes through all of his phases. Here, sign this. You won't sue me when you go crazy for him. How many times does he sign it? Once and here and here. Right? The bureaucracy <laughs> Not here. Bag. Here. Initial here. Now, the thing why this technology doesn't make sense is it's like sort of just like – is it going into his brain electrically? You know, I, I don't get it. Ooh, look at that PBS uh, graphic. Yeah. Like, I they had, uh, TV lab was funded with $750,000 only and 250, which was considered a lot by them went into this, which was considered the pilot. Now they didn't just pick Ursula Le Guin. I mean, they really searched for an author. Sure. Uh, they considered Arthur Clark, Frank Hubert, Kurt, Herbert, Kurt Vonnegut Jr., uh, Burgess, and Robert Heinlein. They went with her. And, um, oh, it's just cool because she's written a lot, you know, and like uh, I, I'm into it. Well, she did Earthsea, which was like some sort of series of books. She did The Left Hand of Darkness. That was a big deal. Huh. And then it talks about The Dispossessed. I don't know that book. Um, yeah. She, she made over 20 novels, 100 short stories. She did a little bit of poetry. She did literary criticism. That sounds like an old lady. 
And uh, she did children's books and she did translations. That's why it sounds like I need a little money. No, no. It sounds like she has like Isaac Asimov. She's just a genius and she can't stop. You know, like she just yeah, has she's constantly. Berkeley. Yeah, that's that, all that cool.
listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Curious poses 
Transworld Airlines, Flight 57, Superjet Service, for Chicago, Las Vegas, and Los Angeles. It is the final boarding process at gate 10. Passengers boarding space on this flight should be on board. Mr. Holzman, Mr. Jack Holzman, contact the information counter, please. Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Milton pot of thieves, wild cord of my sleeve, thick heart of stone. My sins, my own, they belong to me.
cooking? What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Hey, sweet baby, don't you think maybe we could find us a brand new recipe? I got a brand new car and a two dollar bill, yeah. Know a spot right over the hill. That's sort of pop and the dancing free. So if you wanna have fun, come along with me. So hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Come on to my house. 
treat me wrong. Come and love you, daddy, all night long, all right now. Hey, hey, all right. You see the girl with the diamond ring? She knows how to shake that thing, all right now, now. Gonna send you back to Arkansas. Oh, yes, ma'am. You don't do right. Don't do right. When you see me in misery, come on, baby, see about me now. Anything you want 
download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Lines got my eyes wide
girl fly like pipe. They hold hands until next day. Boy, then let's go hit his way. Boy rolls blunt rack to his boy. Erection brings bad boy joy. Boy thinks of that big fat pack. Big black fat, nothing black fat. Girl calls boy to stand him up on Saturday. Saturday. Saturday is a Saturday. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Saturday is a Saturday. Saturday is a Saturday. Once more with the wall up in the score Smash about a riff shit and make it rock your hip Revival of the roller boogie and a rick and shit To make you think about the time it's spoke fun instead of fight But diving from a piece of metal should have done life Slip your butt to the fix of this mix Toss that briefcase, it's time to let loose Cause you work like heck to get the weekend check So unfasten that sleeper on your neck Connected like a vibe from the wheel to the foot Come on everybody, get the funky output Pump your fists, I reminisce to a bounce rock skate low fest to impress. Hey, pretty diamond, do you like the way I'm dressed? Ooh, keep the faith and be my mate, cause all we need is feet. But promote the hustle, cause it keeps me thin. No need to talk, look, you just walked in. Is there a stage? Yes, man. So kick the wham on this Mr. Sprinkler, wet me for one, Mr. Sprinkler. I'm heating high five and a day's no split. With the yawn, I trip to the dawn. Out comes the bodies following the one idea. It's clear. Rattle to the roll. Hold back up the track, grab your roller skates, y'all. And let's zip on by. Zippity doo I let's zip on by. Feet on the weed and we're feeling high. Sun is on thick and the cheese are golden thick. Come on, it's no time to hide. Season is twist, spinning and winning. No hack and sack, let, let me in. Spill on the bottom away, but it's okay. It's a Saturday. Now let's all get baked like Anita. Watch Mr. Lawn, don't look at the Peter. Feel on the farm, I'll feel on the... Hey, watch that. It's a Saturday. Now is the time to act the fool Oh 
running down her cheek Lost Let down Maybe looking for me I'm gonna race down the street and knock Hard, hard on the door till she Breaks down into my arms like so strong again and again Suckers at the donut shop. Thanks for serving it to me. Dark, hot, and uh, no caffeine. Snuggle tight and hang loose, boys. It's time to groove to a day lost slow move. Pretty little angel eyes. Angel eyes. Angel eyes. 
can't get through Why don't you leave your name and your number And I'll get back to you Hey, how are you doing? Sorry you can't get through Why don't you leave your name and your number And I'll get back to you Once again it's another rap bandit Feeling that I am, I can't stand it Wanna be down with the day glow Knocking on my door saying, hey yo yo Knocking on my door saying, hey yo yo I got a funky new tune with a fly banjo I can't understand what the problem is I find it hard enough dealing with my own biz How they get my name and number Then I stop and think and wonder about a plan Yo man, I gotta step out time You wanna call me up, take my number down It's two, 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 two I got an answer machine that can talk to you It goes, hey, how you doing? You can't get through, but leave your name and your number And I'll get back to you, yo, check it Exit the old style into the new But nothing's new by being hawked by me Or should I say a flock? Cause around every block there's Harry, Dick, and Tom With a demo in his car Now I'm with helping those who want to help themselves And flaunt a nut that's doggy as a dog But it's not the move to hear the tales And limousines and pals of money they'll make like a pro I be like, yo, black is claiming a tape Well, actually, show the time is fair, I just make But the songs created in they shacks So wick, wick, whack situations like this I now hate to give me smiles Kool-Aid wide and ass And with the straightest face, I be like, hell yes I them the digits of Papa Prince Paul So I don't go AWOL, but yet I know when they call They get, hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through Why don't you leave me? Back to you, check it out. Go, Party go, after talking on Dixon Ave. Haven't been to go, a jam go, in quite a while. Big out, catch up on the latest styles. Step piles and piles of them, takes about the miles. All I wanna do is cut on the deck. Crowd brother, this should not be about a mile to the center. Believer of duty, plug one most thing, and I'd be like, yo, G Pasta's all the producer. Now, woe is me to the third degree. Mace pulls are funny, so I make like the money. Jet, but I'm getting used to this demo abuse, getting raped and giving birth to a tape. Cause there's no escape from the clutches of a hawker. Attached to my success, sent like a stalker. Make way to my radius, playing fly guy. Try to get my back, they force like Luke's guy. Me, myself, and I go to this act daily. And really, do I not? No matter how I dodge, some jackal always nails me. No matter what the plot. And even out on tour, they be like, yo, I gotta take the player back at the hotel. I be like, oh, Spell, unveil the numeric code that dials my room And tell them to call me at noon But of course there's no answering machine in my room But a pretty young girl who I swung on tour And if it rings my whip alone She'll answer the phone And with the quickness she'll recite like a phone Hey, hey, you done did the right thing Dial up my ring ring Now you're waiting on the beat Say, I would love if you sing a tune the true Instead of fronting on the street So no problemo, just play your demo And at the end it's breakout time Oh, please don't press rewind Cause I'll just lay it down the line Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through Why don't you leave your name and your number And I'll get back to you Hey, how you doing? Sorry you can't get through Why don't you leave your name and your number And we'll get back to you